It isn't. Oh, shit. Welcome to Audacity Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen. And I'm your other host, Michael. I, I forgot where I was there for a second. Well, that happens. It's mostly because you keep bringing up the one time you turned on the <laughs> podcast and I just sat there for like a minute. Yeah, you never live. Like, what, what the hell happened? Yeah, so I'm, I'm rolling. I'm leaning into it. Well, hey, and, better, uh, better to lean in than lean out. I guess so. I, I guess so. How, how, how have you been this week? Uh, it's been a week. It's, uh, we're, uh, we got about three weeks of school left, something like that. And, uh, it'll be the longest three weeks of my fucking life. I always felt like, you know, school and maybe felt this in high school too, or whatever, more like middle school. And I was like, ah, summer break, I get to do nothing all, you know, uh, high school. I didn't care so much. Cause then it was like, well, now you got to go to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'd, I wanted to stay in school, right. uh, but, but for most stuff like that, it seems like near the end is always the, the, it feels the longest. Yeah. I think, I think it's the anticipation and the, you know, it, it doesn't help that, you know, the, the weather's getting better. It's getting more summer like, uh, the, the kids, the students are just, they're just fucking done. Yeah. You know, as far, as far as that goes and they're, you know, because, because they're done, it makes it a lot more difficult to like maintain any kind of discipline around there. Um, so I know, I know that's been an issue uh, at our school and, and the school that my wife is a, is an assistant principal at, uh, it's the same thing. We both come home and talk about just, just, Oh, the kids are terrible today, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it just, it makes life a little, a little more difficult. Plus I, plus as I was telling you earlier, I have to move classrooms tomorrow, uh, because the building I'm in is going to be demolished to make room for the driveway for a new building that's being built behind these buildings. So. And, uh, because maybe someone listening to this might have the same question as I did. <laughs> and I asked you earlier of like, seems like weird timing of, couldn't they just wait three weeks to when school is out? And then you told me why not? Well, according to the, according to the contractors that are doing the demolition work and doing the final construction work, if, uh, if we don't get out now, they're not going to have time to do the demolition work and then finish up the construction work before school starts in August. So fair enough. I so guess. in order, in order for, in order for us to not be surrounded by construction anymore, uh, for the next school year, they've got to get it done. Cause that's the last two years we've been, we've been walking around construction and yeah. everybody's tired of it. Yeah. Well, made sense. It's just like immediately I thought, why any, if in any other instance, time would, off, like why wouldn't they just wait on that? Well, in any other instance, it would be very arbitrary. Yeah. But, but in this case, it, it does have a good reason. And, uh, so yeah, so I, I get to, I get to spend tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, uh, getting into my new classroom and, uh, I won't be setting shit up. It's going to be, everything's going to stay in the boxes because there's really no point until we get closer to the, the next school year. All right. Sounds fun though. 
having a yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucking blast. But but speaking of fun, we did have some fun last weekend. We went yes, blasting. We, did. we went blasting for a while. Uh, got a new gun for our birthday. Hoorah! And all that. Hoorah! And then uh, I hope that if if this is your first episode catching us, um, and you might be thinking. What the fuck have I gotten myself into? They're talking <laughs> like not even five minutes in. Oh shit! Audacity means gun nut. Uh, yeah, these gun nuts <laughs> or whatever. And I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous thirty-something episodes where we are clearly not really down that lane, but grew up shooting guns, and it is fun when you're target shooting. You know, actual. You know, just targets and. <laughs> doing it doing it for the actual fun of it i mean you can just just pull a kid rock get you some beer yeah. shoot it up you know waste shoot up, waste shoot money on ammo and buying beer shoot uh, up some shoot up some of that bud light you know so i mean because it is it is i think i said this we i think we were talking about that a little bit in our last podcast though uh about how you know old school me and uh, would fill up Coke cans with water and shoot those with pellet guns. And it is fun. It's, it's fun to fun. do that. Class. There's more of a reaction of it than you don't just see a hole on a target pop so, up. You get to see the can pong, whatever. So, so I get it. It's fun. It's just the message. It's real weird. So, so talking about favorite things to shoot, you're talking about the reaction. So um, I like to shoot, I like to shoot like pumpkins and mm. like cantaloupe and stuff like that because you get a good effect out of that and then i was one about time, to say you're wasting food but fuck a bunch of cantaloupe yeah dude. fuck a bunch of cantaloupe but uh pumpkin do you eat pumpkin i know so there's stuff that's made out of pumpkin Pump, people eat pumpkin seeds all that but pumpkin pie, really, pumpkin bread you know yeah but most of the time when you're eating pumpkin pie you're not eating actual pumpkin yeah yeah but i mean if anything you should transition to sweet potato pie because it's better but and it basically tastes the same, but better. But but probably my favorite thing to shoot, and this was, or actually my two favorite things to shoot is one time, one time I got to be in on on shooting a, uh, washing machine and a dryer. <laughs> that's that's like a that's a step up from office space where they beat the shit out of the fax machine. <laughs> so what what was cool what was cool about it is we shot it so much that you could put the you could put the washing machine in a trash bag. Hmm. Yeah, so we we knocked a lot of fucking metal off that thing. Uh, the other favorite thing to shoot is bowling pins, and we talked about this some last weekend. Yeah, you were uh, talking about you shoot you shoot them whole, uh-huh. and then and then you basically have the tips that you shoot with a lower caliber. Yeah, so you so you shoot you shoot up a you you take the fat part of the bowling pin, and that's what you shoot. That's what you're aiming for, and you're, you're usually shooting larger caliber pistol, you know, so nine millimeter, forty caliber. Uh, you get up into those, um, and then once, you know, once the pin is all shot up to, sh- you know, shot shit up, you know, you take, uh, you take the tip off, you saw the, you saw the tip off and you shoot it with 22s. Yeah. So, uh, it's, but what you do with it is it's actually competition shooting your speed shooting. Yeah. And so what you do is you have somebody with a stopwatch or a chronometer or something like that. And, and it's you and a team member. And you see how fast you you might have five or six set up in different configurations, and you see how fast y'all can knock your pins down. You might know the answer to this. I was asking my dad about this one day. So, 
I, I've watched videos of like the speed shooters uh, quite a bit just to watch them and think, man, it would be neat to ever have had the ability to do that. Uh, right. But but no, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Doc Holliday, I'm not. Uh, I'm your hook but, but so when they are in competition, uh-huh. it's they shoot at a target. But so how is that? I guess the more efficient way to ask this question is how, how is that scored? It's not only time, but it's also, do you hit the target? Correct. Well, you know, if you, if you look at a competition target, it has point values on it. Mm. So, um, and, and usually it's, it's kind of like, um, it's, it's kind of like a dart. It's kind of like a dartboard, but not like a dartboard. Right, so it's, like not the a, same, it's not the same side of scoring matrix as a dartboard, but obviously the bullseye is going to be more points, and then as you go out concentrically, you're going to get fewer and fewer points. Yeah, so like a like a Jerry Machulik guy. Yeah, like that dude. So when he's doing that, he's shooting pistols, and he has whatever how many round how they do it by you know certain rounds too. Right, right, like, right. Uh, it's not always like empty the magazine. It can also be just shoot six rounds. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe they may be doing six shooters, right? Or something like that. So, so, but here's here's my question. He's doing it for speed, and it sometimes when you're watching guys that are that good at it, or gals, his daughter does it too. She's also a high level. Uh, it's almost like it's taken for granted that it's just assumed that they're, they are hitting the target. You know what I mean? Like when they are talking about this stuff. Yeah. But my question is surely the the target, it's not just hit it. It has to also be accuracy, right? I would think so. Yeah. Because. Cause I mean, I, I can take a gun and just shoot it in the air as fast as I want to. You know, right. but, no, but what I'm getting at is you have a target that's, let's say it's a certain size, right? Yeah, and, right, 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 right. And, and like, so you, if you're plinking on a metal target, right? Right. They don't, they don't use those, but just for example, anywhere you would hit on the metal target makes a plink noise. You're going to hear the noise, right? right? And so if you're doing it for speed and you're in a competition, if you're supposed to shoot six rounds, is it about who can shoot it the fastest while hitting them somewhere on the target or in a real competition? Is it so if you ever got into the situation where two people are competing and in the very unlikely event that they tied in time, right. And they hit the targets. Do they then go back and see who got closer to bullseye? I think so. Yeah. Let's see who won. And it depends. It depends on what you're shooting, because I've seen some speed shooting that's like, uh, it's like cowboy speed shooting, mm-hmm. where it's six shooters and then lever action rifle, and then shotgun. And I know they're using, I know they're using metal plinking targets at least for the six shooter and the lever action rifle. Yeah. Um, but that's a that's a particular type of speed shooting. Um, well, could it also just be that, like I say, the um, the the event that two people would literally tie in time is so. But well, you'd have you'd have to tie break it by accuracy, or <laughs> you would either tie break it by accuracy, or they would shoot again and see or which one's again. faster. Yeah. So, because I think in speed shooting, the emphasis is speed. Yes. But there, but you still I, have to hit something. Yeah, like you got to hit your you can't target. Just fire off into the air. 
because I could take my pistol and start pulling the trigger as fast as I yeah. want to and, yeah. and be fast, but that doesn't do me any good if I'm shooting at, you know, if the right. idea with speed shooting is how fast can you draw and, and shoot, I guess, shoot somebody. Yeah. You know, but, and if I'm just, if I just pull the gun out and just start throwing bullets down range, you know, that, that doesn't get you anywhere. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, accuracy is a part of it. So it's, uh, and I would think that I would think that, in, and again, I'm just speculating at this point, but I would think that in a tiebreaker situation, they would either, they'd either go, if they're using competition targets and they're looking at accuracy, who got closer to bullseye. And if they're not, they just reshoot it and see who's faster. Yeah. So either way, it's badass. I know it, it really is. It it really is very cool. And I, I found you know, in different places that I live, of course, like we grew up in the South and sort of like we got used to owning and shooting guns and all that stuff. You live somewhere else where it's not, maybe not the case. People can kind of look at you like you're weird. It's like shooting guns is fun. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what, what, do you you mean? what are you a sociopath? Right. It's like, no, I mean, it is. I'm not saying shooting and killing things is fun. That's not what we're doing. I, I'm shooting at a Coke can or, or whatever. And like, that's that's fun to do and never mind you know you own a gun for home defense right or whatever and uh th- that kind of thing but just the act of like you can you can shoot guns as hobbies where that's literally all you do you go to a range you shoot it's fun it's something to do it's something that you can measure yourself against yourself oh and there and there's you lots can of progress. things you can do i mean you can you can i mean you have long range shooting you have short range mm-hmm. shooting you have uh bench you know bench rest type shooting you have like like i reload my own ammunition so uh there's chronometer shooting where you're uh you're seeing how you know seeing what kind of feet per second your your reloads are registering um you know there's you know sh- you know just bore there's bore sighting you know uh i know growing up a lot of our shooting revolved around hunting where so we were yeah. when we were looking for accuracy you know we were we were shooting down range at specified at specified distances uh, to make sure that we were on. So if we were deer hunting or we're doing something like that, you know, that if a deer comes out at 80 yards, we're going to be dead on. Yeah. So there, there's a variety of things you can do. I mean, it's uh there's skeet shooting, there's sporting clay shooting. There's, I mean, I've done a, I've done a ton of shooting um, uh, of various types. And so, it there it's it's an entire hobby in of itself i mean out you get out of you get out of the hunting the hunting realm and you get out of the you know i'm in a militia and we're burying guns for the revolution <laughs> yeah crazy you know, realm, crazy yeah. realm. Yeah. you know you uh <laughs> you get that, in- that is something that is something i don't i don't understand and what led me to talk about this is like you know i i got a last fall I bought myself a handgun fairly good. I, and like, I'm not going to, this isn't a gun tuber show or anything. So I'm not no, really going to no, get no, into no. what I'm, what I'm shooting or it doesn't matter. Right. I just, I got myself handgun and I'd grown up mostly shooting rifles and shotguns. That's what I was more familiar with. Right. But I, I wanted a handgun cause I wanted something to carry when I go camping, when I'm out by myself, shit like that. Like, listen, like America's a crazy place. Uh, I, I want, I want that. Um, so I did, but it's really my, my intro into 
you know, learning handguns. I mean, I shot them before I knew how to, I knew how they work, but it wasn't something I'm familiar with. And so, uh, here for my birthday, my dad was cool enough to get me, uh, uh, another handgun for my birthday. Uh, like a one that's, uh, more suitable to my, like, you know, carrying it while hiking, stuff like that type of thing. Right. And, uh, but and it's a, it's a very nice gun and shooting it, but I like to do a lot of research for that kind of a purchase. I'm, I'm that person. You know, if, if something is, if I am making a purchase that is supposed to be, this is my one thing for, for that, for whatever purpose or whatever thing that I have, like if I'm buying a computer, right? Like, you know, when you built your computer, when you got your computer last fall, yeah, I, I imagine you did a, a, a not insignificant amount of, research on what you wanted typically typically my rule of thumb is the more expensive it gets the more research i do uh yeah and and even even to me even when you get down into something that's more manageable so some of say like for me what i'm talking about is sub two three hundred dollars right if you're in that range though i will still spend time like depending on what like if i get a like a sleeping bag you know, a, a, a higher end sleeping bag can be several hundred dollars for camping or something like that. The one that I got for my camping wasn't, it was under a hundred bucks, but I did a shit ton of research on it to make sure I was getting something that was in line with what I believed I needed. Right. Yeah. And yeah. But as you ratchet up the price or as the thing becomes a little bit more exclusive. So like for me, I don't want, I don't need 15 handguns. I need one. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or I need, like, in this case, I have two because I have now the original one that I bought myself is the one that I will now have for my, this is the one that is my home defense because it's more suitable to that. My other one is lighter. It's the one that I would carry while hiking or whatever. Right. I don't need another one. There is no other purpose. I don't need to double fist And, you know, I don't need to do that. I'm not a gun collector. I'm not that level of enthusiast. I'm not any of that. So I do a lot of research to find the one thing that I believe that I I need. Right. Right. And so I looked up a lot of videos and this leads me to what I wanted to talk about a little bit is we are by no means enemies of gun ownership. Nope. I'm a 2A ally. But I am also not a paranoid nut job. I also believe in universal background checks. And I'm also not someone who thinks, who would ever have the thought that someone, like, say you're looking at people's, you know, they call I like the gun tuber thing. It's like <laughs> these YouTube channels of people who talk about guns and compare guns. And they, it's like, they're providing a lot of information for someone like me, right? Like I can look this, I can compare, I can see what I'm doing, but to hear some of these people talk at the end of their videos or at some point in their videos, like, like, and subscribe and talk and do all this because you know how these people are. They're trying to hide me in the algorithm. I won't get any views. And oh. I look down and their subscriber count is over a million. Yeah. And this, and the vid and that video in particular has been viewed like 5 million times. Yeah. 
and 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 I got to GU and then YouTube autofilled and here's the top people in the gun community with YouTube channels. Yeah. Regardless of politics, regardless of what they're doing, here they are. YouTube gives me no warnings. They don't give me anything. They don't redirect me to fucking rainbows and unicorns. They don't do any other thing. And these people with this, it's the persecution complex. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought. Like this is one of the most successful people on YouTube talking about guns or has to be, I don't know if they're literally the most, but it has to be if you're that, that high level subscribers, right? Sure. And they're fucking acting like, YouTube's trying to bury their channel. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get out of here with that shit. Don't, don't it's do that. just, it's just, it's just bullshit. And that's, that's kind of like that community's version of it. It happens in lots. It happens all over the place. Like gaming, it doesn't matter. Somebody's going to be crying about how somebody's trying to hide their channel for whatever stupid fucking reason. Yeah, you and you get you get you get somebody with content and eventually they're going to they're going to run into this thing where it's like you know it's like well, you know, they don't like what I have to say. You know, it's you and it's usually you find it more with people that might have a quote unquote controversial mm -hmm. stance mm -hmm. on something, mm -hmm. you know, which which obviously in today's society guns are are controversial. Um and, well, and they I, are and they aren't, but there's yeah, like, I mean, mil there are millions and millions and millions of people who own guns legally. So it's not, well, it's maybe, not maybe really. not the, maybe not the guns themselves, but some of the, some of the activities that have been yeah. pursued with the guns, but you know, but then, you know, you, you also, to me, to me, the persecution complex is that it's silliest when it's over something that has no controversy to it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You know, you go back to video games. I'm sorry, you know, I play video games, but played video games my whole life, but I'm sorry, there's nothing controversial about any video game at all. The only thing that might even stir up controversy might be uh, in the past, the, the Blizzard Activision bullshit that came down, has come down over the last five to ten years. Yeah, but th that, that may be it. But that's outside. That's not even the video game itself. Right, right, right. So that's like he, the behavior of people at the company. Right, so that it's and it's tangentially related to video games. I mean that you know, so you have to you have to go that far. It has to be a tangent off of video games to even go that far. But you still have the you still have the complex and something like that. There's something that's totally not controversial at all. There's no point. There's no need in it. There's really not. Nobody's trying to hide your algorithm because you I have some pandering man like they're they like they're pandering they know enough about uh their community to yeah. know that it's like the nra anytime a democrat gets elected elected president gun oh sales God, go through yeah. the fucking roof because yeah. they pander to that population of people who truly believe that at any second somebody's going to kick their goddamn door down and steal away all their guns and it's never happened in the history of the country and it ain't going to never happen. it will never happen in the history of the country it's just a way for both sides whether like democrats are pandering against like gun control whatever to get their votes uh republicans are pandering to gun ownership second amendment types to get their votes it's all a game and it doesn't matter like those same democrats own fucking guns you better Good. believe it uh uh and the ones that get on here and talk about how the fucking AR-15 is a true combat rap, like maybe they don't because they don't seem to know shit. They don't <laughs> even know what they're talking about. 
you know, and that that's another side of it too, right? If they actually cared about it, they would be educated on it and know, but they're not. They just like the AR-15 looks scary. So we better, we can throw yeah, that up as the poster it's, child. It's about, it's about generating a, a talking point really. And, and we had, we had that exact conversation about the AR-15, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, most AR-15s are calibered in, in 223. Okay. Which is a common, it's a common round. You know, it, it's a common hunting round. Um, and they sell 223 rifles at Walmart. And my yeah. point, the point I made with that is, and I've made this point before is, okay, I can kill you just as fast and just as easily with a, with a $300 hunting rifle, a uh, 223 hunting rifle from Walmart as fast as I can an AR-15 because it's the same mechanism at it's the end the of the day. Gun. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's just one, one is scary. One looks like it belongs in the desert in Iraq and the other mm-hmm. doesn't. So, you know, it's, it's, so yeah, it's, it's just pandering and, and trying to generate a talking point at this point. And it's, and it's, and it's gotten a ridiculous, and just like with everything else in America, and this is kind of a theme with me in my real life is, you know, it's, it's, it's in classic American style insert problem has run amok. Yeah. Because that's how we operate in this country. Um, we get a hold of something and we just run amok with it. We take it way too far. Yeah. And this is no different. This is no different. I want to stick to YouTube stuff, but change gears, get off the firearms a little bit. Put the clutch in and shift gears for me. Because, I mean, our, our, you know, our podcast could be buried under, you know, if we keep talking about that kind of thing. Oh, for right? sure. Right, for right, sure. right. Oh, wait, I, we don't have a million followers yet, so probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, so I will occasionally, and this is a, this is a two-part comment, so follow me through my tangent here okay uh i still do this crazy thing where i try to discover new music for myself right and and i watch stuff i'll hear a song whatever who's that band what whatever and i did that some this week found a band i like but i started i started noticing something and it kind of hit me that it was something that i felt was really unusual um I started noticing comments where people do, I've started thinking of it as sort of like a, this pointless compliment call out. Mm -hmm. So for example, certain comments on videos of this band that I listen to, it starts off as like someone complimenting, like say they like the lead singer. Okay. Right. The compliment starts their comment, their comment starts, starts out strong. They got a lot of steam and they're saying, I love this singer. She has a beautiful voice, the, this and this and this, and they go into it. And it's like, it's a great compliment. It's a well thought out thing. Right. Right. And then they start to lose steam, but for some reason, I don't know. I'm imagining this person that's afraid to compliment one person in the band, but not everyone else. Yeah. And so then they start going like, and then the guitar player, they, they wrote these cool riffs and then the, 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 the bass player was, yeah. And the, and the drummer was there. 
And that's how it fe- that's we how saw you back. We saw you back there. Yeah, yeah. That's how it feels. It's like they started off strong because that's the person they they wanted to compliment. That's what stuck with them. The right? roadie did such a great job setting that amplifier <laughs> up. That's what I thought about. I thought about it in terms of sports. Can you imagine? Like you see the compliment, the oh, compliment yeah. chain of like, man, uh, such a such star player did fucking awesome. Like they scored forty six points and did like whatever. And then the this other guy like defense on point, man. And it goes and by the end of it, they're like, and the water boy, like they really <laughs> got that water that. so quick. Yeah. And that that girl on the towels, did you see that? Like, she, man, she wiped up that spill under the under the. She was on top of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just think, what compels people to not just be like, "This band's fucking awesome," or this singer? Like, the stick to the compliment you meant to say. And you don't have to. It's it's. I think it's what the boomers. Well, they created, and then now they they. They lament the uh, everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, because as much because as much as they bitch about that, you know, they raise those motherfuckers. They did so, it, so <laughs> yeah. you know, it's uh, you know, and it's and and they it's usually in reference to to our generation. Yeah, um, you know, the people who are like forty and forty between forty and going down probably around thirty. And you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the age of the people commenting like this, but it seems to me it's a product of that kind of thinking where it's like, you know, I can't, I, I just, I can't say, I can't say the singer was amazing without also coming up with something for the rest, but they have I hate no, to, I hate, I'd hate to hurt his feelings or, or, or just not say, and that's the thing. Cause it's not, it doesn't hurt. It probably doesn't hurt the other, the drummer's feelings. If you think the singer's voice is beautiful. Yeah. The drummer probably don't give a yeah. fuck. You know, and so it's like this person's hand wringing of like, what do I say? What do I say? But I don't know shit about drums. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's fine, man. That's fine. That's quite the drumstick you have there. Somebody. <laughs> oh, my God. But somebody else <laughs> in the comment section probably likes the drummer. Probably. You know, like. like well, and, that, and that's the thing. I play drums, so I appreciate drumming, you know. Um, yeah. It's like you, know, you don't I, have to cover it all. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, I might say, hey, I like the way I like the way he did that hi-hat riff yeah. right there and then came back across, came back across the snare, then across the tums and back across the snare again, you know, and that's a, that's a specific compliment. Yeah. And, and you're not, but you're not turning around and being like, but the, the lead guitar player. He strummed really well. Sure can. Sure can pick. Sure can pick those those finger taps and <laughs> finger taps you know i, I, I don't know I, well, that, just, key, that keyboard player they tapped the white and the black keys really well yeah yeah but uh <laughs> i just saw that and i thought what's what's going on here and that's not the first time it wasn't just one thing you know i saw like i see comments like that every now and then where they just it's just this endless compliment chain yeah and it just seems very pointless. Like you're, you're just afraid that they'll see it. And like you said, they'll get their feelings hurt because they weren't mentioned. Right. It's like, you could just say the band's awesome. Band's awesome. But I, I, I love that singer. I mean, what are these? People, what do these people think that if they keep the keyboarder or the drummer, the drummer, the keyboardist or the drummer out, that they're gonna they're gonna like hunt down, you know, sexy mama six thirty eight. 
you know i mean i mean what or 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 it's um it probably isn't exactly this but it sort of feels similar to um when people comment and you know that it's like to get attention and they they really hope that you know the band or the streamer or whoever the hell it is will will acknowledge them right and say something you know, which, yes. which speaks that it smacks of like kind of just a overwhelming loneliness or something. Well, it's also classic American narcissism. I mean, just this, just this, I'm going to make it about me. Mentality. Well, I see that a lot in music comments where someone posts and especially, uh, I would say as a long, as a mostly lifelong metal fan, I can say that metal fans can be extremely goddamn pretentious right? and they'll comment like they're, they're Mr. Music professor. Yeah. And, and, and it's uh, like this one. I, I saved this one exactly for this. This is comment on a band. And the con- the guy says, I'm well, his, his username is John. So I'm assuming it's a guy. Uh, I don't think I can fault this one. Bass, vocals, guitar, drums, production, all incredible. No complaints. One of the best I've heard. Thanks, John. They thanks needed for, that. They needed for your, your critical assessment. <laughs> yeah, they needed that permission. <laughs> and now that you've given them your approval, they can go on now. Like, <laughs> what a fine life they will live and a career they'll have. You, thanks you know, to you, John. You know they were waiting with bated breath, waiting for John to yeah, come and yeah. give and give his okay of their song. You know, Mister Mister Music that Major, a lot in like especially like prog metal, where you got these people, Tool fans. Man, I love Tool; they're one of my favorite bands. But I cannot fucking stand a Tool fan in that way, like all caps Tool fan, hmm. uh, because it's full of that kind of shit. Did you know that this song was based on the Fibonacci sequence and they wrote it for the... Yeah, shut the fuck up. Everybody who's listened to them has heard that before. Right. And and, and nobody fucking cares. They're not fucking special. And actually, who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. Right. Like, you don't even understand what that means. And it doesn't matter if you don't understand it. It means if you like the song, you like the song. Who gives a shit? my, My favorite along those lines is like, you'll have somebody, you'll have somebody that is like, an obvious master of their craft mm-hmm. and you still get that same pretentious bullshit. Like, um, like I'm a big fan. Um, the drummer, uh, Neil Pert from rush. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the dude, the dude, which he's dead now. So it's, it was, but, um, the dude was a master at his craft. I mean, I, I have watched him play. I've watched videos of him playing and goddamn, He's good. Um, but then you'll always get some pretentious fuck on there being like, well, it looked like he missed a beat right there at, uh, you know, uh, at, at yeah, four, okay. four, four minutes and 50 seconds. And I'm like, motherfucker, do you have like $20 million? You know, can you, can you play subdivisions? I don't think so. Well, so, I mean, shut and, the and fuck al- up. And also fans do that shit. Yeah. The musicians themselves never do. No, no, if you know, like in interviews, like they never do that stuff. It's always like they understand because they understand one, one, uh, while yes, people can be objectively talented at it, 
lacking music is usually in, in between genres is a very subjective thing. Oh, for sure. Right? I can for hate sure. a very talented musician because I don't like what they're creating. It doesn't mean that they're, they, they lack talent or skill or whatever. I, I can just dislike that. But people get that conflated, but actual musicians usually don't, right? right. It's like they can appreciate. And, and a lot of times you'll see, you know, for me, I'm using an example of metal musicians or whatever. Their favorite musicians might not be a, another metal player. And it might not be some like a universally beloved metal guitarist as their favorite guitarist. It might be some really experimental jazz player or right. something like that. But in the comments, you've got people <laughs> fighting oh, about this God, shit. Yes. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Is that tribalism? Is that a, is that an expression of tribalism where it's like you've picked a team. So now they have to be the best. I think there's some of that going on. And I think, uh, I think, uh, it's like, like, uh, like I said, I think it's classic narcissism going on. I think it's, uh, um, you know, I think sometimes people just like to hear themselves fucking talk. You know, they like to give their opinion, whether it's wanted or not. And, right. you know, just for, just for some people are just fucking contrarian. I mean, I mean, that's, that's true too. Like online, it's it's a lit. It can be a little bit muddy waters because you don't know if someone's just trying to troll or be or sarcastic whatever. or something like that. Yeah, you you lose you lose the you lose the tone of voice, especially in what people are saying. But there are some people out there, and I and I see this I see this in lots of lots of of and not even just music videos, but just a variety of videos. You're just your people who are just fucking contrarian about everything. Yeah. Who who just who have to have who have to you know and they like to they like to stage it as well <clears throat> I'm just playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. No, you're being a fucking asshole. Right. Quit, quit being contrarian. Don't be a contrarian asshole. Just you don't playing have to de- play devil's have to, advocate. People kind of miss out on this sometimes. Playing devil's advocate is a constructive argument tool. Technique. Yeah. It's a meant to add to a thing and get other people to consider a different it's take. Meant to or, add perspective. Yeah, it, it's not just like it's not an excuse to be a dickhead, <laughs> which which I think a lot of people have conflated that with it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's sure. uh, it's well, if I take the opposite position and I act like a complete dick about it, then I'm playing. I devil's can get advocate. away with it because I'm just playing devil's act. Why are you so mad, bro? because <laughs> if i was standing face to face with you i'd probably slap the fuck out of you right. i mean come on dude i mean you would never say that to somebody's face you know it's a it's a lot of it but you know it's it just i i don't get it i mean it it blows my mind just just but i think it's a combination of all the things i think we were talking about earlier i was talking about you you know you see this in music you see uh what i'm what i'm about to talk about you see this with um comedy videos so like that's my thing. I like to watch comedians. Uh, I like you know various clips, you know YouTube clips of comedians, and you'll always you'll always get that person on there that has to. They got to be clever, right? And you can tell what they're trying to do. They're trying to crack a joke, or they're trying to form something humorous, and they're not doing it to. Um, they're not doing it to to try to you know, to try to be a genuinely funny person there. It's like you said, they're trying to do it for attention seeking behavior Mm -hmm. Uh, there because I I honestly think some of these people in their mind think 
well, if I put something funny here, then not only is this comedian going to find it funny too and be my best friend for life, but it's going to launch my own comedy career because somebody at the office told me I was funny once. Yeah, and I'm I'm about to get discovered. Yeah, I mean, it's like, no, 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 no. Chances are the comedian you're dealing with probably ain't going to look at it, for starters. Right. And secondly, they're probably not going to be your friend. Because here's what I've figured out about comedians. Comedians are damaged people mentally. And some of them are huge pieces of shit that you probably wouldn't want to be friends with in the first place. And also something that people miss, speaking of comedians, is that they they miss that, you know, a lot of time that's a crafted persona. Sure, sure. That you're watching them, you're watching them perform on stage. That, like, yeah, great, great, some, great. Of that, some of that's a real personality or whatever, but a lot of that is persona that they've well, crafted. I'll give you a great example. And this is one that, that our fellow Southerners eat up and that's Larry, the cable guy. Mm. Okay. That dude is all persona. He, you know, if you watch him in interviews, okay, he's got a Midwestern accent. He's from Nebraska. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's not some, he's not some, some jackass that crawled out of a trailer park in Alabama somewhere. You know, it's, it's all persona, you know, but people, but people look at that and they think, well, that must be what the real guy's like. Yeah. He uh, it, and and you know and I think what people get in their mind too on that is well by God if he I'm just like him if he can do that I can do that no you can't do that because even even I, I you know and I know I find I Larry the Cable guy is not my speed of humor mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going to go ahead and assume it's not your speed of humor true um but and, and it's it's crash crude toilet humor type jokes a lot of times. But I would also argue that he's probably smarter than the average bear to be able to come up with all that all these years too. So he's not, he's probably not a dumbass, right? right. He just acts like one. Yeah. That's his persona is to I be a dumb to act like one on TV is to be a dumb shit. And he's made millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to do that. But I think it gives people the false sense that, well, he sounds just like me. I bet we're just alike. No, you're actually a dumbass. You know, as opposed to the guy who's put together this persona that makes him sound like a dumbass. I, I don't know. It's just and, and you and you're talking about persona. You said Andrew Dice Clay is another great example. Uh, George Carlin's an example. Uh, uh, you know, you look at a guy like George Carlin, and I've seen in the comments watching his stuff. Boy, he seems angry. <laughs> yeah, that's a persona. He he does. He's not going to smash people in the face with golf clubs, right? Okay, that that's a persona. If you would if you would read about the man, and you know figure out what he's about, he's actually you know he was actually a fairly gentle man, and you know and you know very intelligent and thoughtful, and uh you know not prone to not prone to big temper outbursts or anything like that. It's just a persona. But you know people get people are clueless about that shit. Oh. Well, uh, uh, for, for that too, you know, it's not that, it's not that stuff didn't make him angry. Sure. You know, I'm sure, sure the shit, like some of his most famous, like social commentary type comedy probably did piss him off. Oh, I'm sure. 
but I'm but sure. you're using the stage as a vent for that, but it doesn't mean in your daily life that that's just how you walk around. Well, and it becomes it, and it's and it's done with a sense of hyperbole. Yeah. You know, because part of comedy is hyperbole, right? You know, there's a, there's this it's the exaggerated thing, right? Um you know, cuz you know, you've you've heard I mean, you've heard his stuff before. Um where he's talked about, you know, here's another group of people I'd like to gut with a fishing knife. Right. You know, he's not going to do you, you, you know, cause there, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some jackass sitting out there in America somewhere going, boy, I hate to piss him off. He got me with a fishing knife. No, 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 right. no, no, he no, no. He shouldn't be threatening people. Like he, yeah. He should be threatening people. Somebody ought to call the police on him. You know, I mean, well, there's, like, no, it's, it's, there's no, there's no, I've I've seen like a lot of people talk about, especially like modern comedy and, you know, there's just very little societal nuance. Well, I anymore. think people, people don't, people don't want to put effort into learning the actual meaning behind a stated no. thing, especially on the internet when they could just become enraged. I, well, and, and, I think, I think to, that. Well, I think this country has lost the ability to to recognize satire. Yeah, that's a big one because you know. Well, I think the funniest example of that is like people who don't understand the Onion. Oh my God, those are great! Isn't there a subreddit about that? The not the uh, no, it's but, not. Well, not, not the, the onion. onion. It's shit that sounds like yeah, it should be that's the right. Onion, but it isn't. It's real. But I think there's a subreddit out there that deals with people who. Who have thought I the think onion it's like is, is it ate, ate the onion or something like that? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Where that they 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 fall for it, yeah, and, yeah. And, and those those are mm, mm, those are great. But <laughs> but like you're saying though, even sometimes I have to catch myself before I fall into like feeling something is real when it's a joke. Um. Uh-huh. So because uh-huh. the other day I saw a. a a video that was an onion video, but it wasn't posted like that. You know, there was no indicator of it. And it was, um, I think the premise was, is that the newscaster was on air. No, I think he was like a, maybe like the white house, like press secretary or something like that. And his wife had died like two hours before that. And he was there having to take questions. And, I got about halfway through it being like, wait, that's not the press secretary though. Right. <laughs> and so like, what's going on? And then it wasn't until I read the comments like, Oh, this is a video from the onion and people are acting like our society's so fucked up because he, his work. wife has died and he had to be there at work right then. Like how, Oh my God, how dare, or, you know, like fucking Joe Biden. Brandon. All this stuff. Uh, and I'm like, uh, wait a minute that's not the actual press secretary though uh what's what's going on with this <laughs> well like 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 uh i saw one recently uh that uh the onion put one out it was and it i think the headline was goofy beats desantis to death mm. and it, it was obvious satire yeah well the right got a hold of it mm-hmm. and because they have no humor and they well they have no they have no humor if it's if it calling doesn't, out if one it doesn't, of their own if it's not racist or if it doesn't punch some sort of phobic 
or whatever, then then you're impinging their freedom of speech. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't punch down, it's not funny to them. Yeah, but, yeah. But basically, basically, they were there were some people that came out because you know, of course, Twitter's become just a fucking cesspool. You know, since since apartheid Musk took it over. What? No, he is a business genius. I, how dare you? Yeah, speak well, ill yeah. of that guy he is one of the greatest human beings that's ever lived yeah we'll uh, go this that. is where in reddit you would hear you would see uh backslash s right exactly exactly but uh but man people people got a hold of that and they were like i can't believe that that they would post something about this about disney i thought disney was a family company <laughs> and it's clearly an onion article right. and 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 the the whole the whole gist of the article was it was a it was a they were taking the piss out of the fact that that the disney corporation has just been has just been owning rick DeSantis for the last few weeks uh in the news and they they have they have metaphorically figuratively beat the shit out of him right but not literally so we, I think we've forgotten the difference between metaphors, figurative speech, and literal speech as well. So you yeah. know, it's uh, but yeah, Pete, and and I was reading this on a sub. I think it was on Parlor Watch. Uh, I think they were talking about it. Um, but uh, just how? But I remember reading that, and I remember thinking how ridiculous that was. And I was like, have we just ha- have has everything just become literal with some people in this country? I mean, is there no, is there no, do, do people not look at these things and say, oh no, they're fucking with us. You know, do no, people not I do think, that? I think a lot of people, like people are all like wired up to look be. for confrontation, especially online where it's easy to jump into it with no consequences. Well, right? I don't understand that because I try to actively avoid conflict. On, on the internet because I've figured out that it gets you fucking nowhere. Yeah. It's pointless, but, but that's not, you know, when you become a keyboard warrior, <laughs> you know, you have to follow the way the, of the, 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 the right. You have to follow the cancel. The 163rd QWERTY brigade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, exactly. it, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, well, and I, I, I used, I used to early, early on in my, my internet days and my, and my more intemperate youth, um, would engage people like that. But then I figured out a couple things. One, going back to, I figured out that it's pointless to do that because you're not getting anywhere. But then I got to thinking about too, that if I wouldn't say it to your face, I'm not going to say it to you online either. Because Frankly, frankly, people it say sounds like to me you're trying to make a decent and reasonable conclusion to your behavior, and we don't like that around maybe. here. Maybe we don't take maybe I'm just a socialist to that kind I don't of behavior know. around here on the internet. So cut it out. I'm not really a socialist. <laughs> Stop having high me. emotional intelligence and being able to analyze what's going on. Yeah, I'm trying to make a measured response to my behavior, but then you know, you know, the righties would call me a socialist or something for doing that. Well, having that's because you have so if you have self awareness, yeah, 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 we can't have that. You can't demonstrate self awareness, but, uh, but you know, on the flip side, you also have to uh, 
you ha- you have to um, be extremely re- reactionary to everything, everything else, right? Anything that could harm you or harm anything, even in theory, uh, is bad. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter which side you pick. I mean, it does, obviously. Like, it does. You have to make your decisions based on how you want to live your life or whatever. So it it does matter which side. I, I, I don't... People also I, say that it, like both sides are the same. They're not. No, they're not. And I, I mean, to me, to me, it just comes down to... I don't... It doesn't really matter to me what side you're on. It just comes down to being, being you know, you know, a fucking adult and being mature. That's what it comes down to for me. I mean, just being a decent human being, you know, not being a, a dick online, especially, especially online, you know, where somebody can't punch you in the fucking mouth. I know that's, but that's, that's the thing. Like most of these people that's never happened to them before. So they can't imagine like having that reaction forced upon them. You know, well, and we're not, and not even talking about, you know, aggressive behavior, going back to what we were talking about, about persecution complex and all the different comments we've talked about, uh, that you find in YouTube comments and everywhere else. They, you know, they get to say this stuff online because they know, they know that in their real life, they would either be called out, uh, ostracized or get the shit kicked out of them. They, they do. I think it's so aggressive online because, and I think people do that kind of shit because if somebody calls you out on YouTube, so what? Right. There's no real consequence to it, I guess. Is, is I mean, I do, I do think, I do think that there's a difference between, you know, that kind of stuff, whether it's the actual content creator or just someone in the chat though. Yes. Because the creator of it, it then it turns into like I said earlier. It just seems like you're pandering. Yes, because you're pandering for a sympathy like and subscribe, and it's like I like the Second Amendment. He must be right. They're trying to silence people like me. Right, exactly. They're not. No, or, or if they are, they're fucking failing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? They're doing you know? a shitty job. So, so <laughs> you know, and. and I get the argument that, you know, if it it works that way for any rights, though, you have to be educated so that you know what you're talking about. And, you know, you do know what the purpose of those things, what the purpose of that is. You know, what is the purpose of the Second Amendment? What is the purpose of of anything? Right. right? It doesn't have to be just that issue. You should be educated on it. So I get that part of their argument of like you want to educate people on this or whatever. And that's important, but I think it also education also involves learning the actual situation that's going on Right. when, when malls and schools and theaters and all this shit just continuously get shot up. I mean, there's been like three or four in the last two weeks or something. Yeah. Uh, and nothing happens. Like I said, people don't kick your door down looking for your guns and shit like that. That's because, well, that's because um, in this case, you have a the Democratic Party who has to put that face forward like they're going to do that, uh-huh. but they are not. Right, exactly. They are not going to do that, and they just have to fucking, they have to mime it. Right. 
as yeah. part of the theater. And, yeah. and, and, and the right does their, they, they do their fair share of that as well. It's just pick a different issue. Well, and the word, and you, the word you use just describes it perfectly. And that's theater. It's yeah. just, be, it's just become theater. And I don't care if you're commenting on a, on a corn song or you're commenting on some actual issue in this country, it's just all become theater. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how much, how much can I perform for the masses here? It's all, it's, you know, Instead of instead of having substantive you know conversations about you know any of it, you know whether it be a whether it be a song, whether it be a comedian, whether it be an actual you know whether it be a school shooting, you know instead of having substantive conversation about it, it's like you said people pander, and they you know we're we're essentially I think as a country just jerking ourselves off here. Yeah, because I mean it's their job to get reelected. Yes. It is not their job to actually solve any issues. Well, it's just like, well, and just like going back, you know, the analogy there is the YouTuber. It's the YouTuber's job to provide content. Yeah. It's not the YouTuber's job to provide content that Joe Schmuck likes. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're going for, they're going for a certain base level here. I don't want to say lowest common denominator because that's not true. Right. It is with some things, but it's not true with most. Um, but they're going for a certain standard here. And if, if John Q schmuck public doesn't enjoy it, well, the content creator is not worried about that at all. Uh, so you're just, again, you're just, you're doing it to make noise at that point. Yeah, it, 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 it really, it does. It just, it just, and it becomes, it becomes like white noise. It becomes like static in the background. Well, well, I've got. Yeah. I feel like with the like the gun tour thing to me just stinks of. I I have to signal that I'm in the club. Yeah, and and by saying shit like the algorithm's going to bury people like us. Yeah, that but... signaling to most of the people who are listening that wanna they want to feel persecuted, they want to feel under attack. That's signaling to them that you're one of them. And yeah. this is a safe space for me to come and watch these videos. So yeah, I'll subscribe and watch your videos because you get it. Right. Right. Exactly. But there but the thing is, is like there's nothing to get. No. Like I said, I I had I had not watched gun videos until last fall. And it did not I didn't have to struggle to find them. I didn't have to and as soon as I started watching any of them, my page was fucking flooded with it. Oh, for sure. So for someone like that, man, they're, if they're trying to hide your channel, they're doing a really, really shitty job of it. For sure. For sure. Cause not only, cause in my case, not only do I see it pop up in YouTube, but then I start seeing it show up in other social media. Yeah. Anything as well, like, since it's YouTube, it's like anything that's tied to Google, you'll start, any, hear, you'll start any, seeing it in Google news feeds or whatever. Yeah. Anything I consume is going to have it, you know, media wise. Yeah is going to have it. So again, for somebody that's being persecuted, mm, you're yeah. sure getting your face splashed around a lot for somebody that's being persecuted. The, 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 the truth that a lot of these people who like, they get money from this topic. And then in this case, I'm talking about guns and whatever content creation for guns or whatever. Uh, what they don't want to admit because this shatters this illusion of, of uh, persecution that they have. Uh-huh. Guns are fairly fucking popular. 
Oh, for sure. Like there's not a shortage of people that, you know, want that content. Republican or Democrat, liberal or conservative. Right. And it's that, on both sides. It's thing. not, it, like, it's not just into, conservatives and Republicans. Yeah. And it, it always, that's the other side of those, the comments that you'll see. It edges into like those goddamn Democrats are trying to, they don't want you to know this thing. Yes, they like, do. Yes, they do. Because we like want to know it. People, half the people <laughs> in here are Democrats. They're just not, they don't have, they don't feel the need to fucking make these charged comments like this. Well, because they, again, they don't, they, I don't need the attention, man. Like well, I'm we, watching this shit. Just the same as you. And well, and, and it kind of, it also with. it also comes back to we don't fetishize our hobby. This one. Yeah, on this yeah. <laughs> In this case. My sex doll dungeon is def- that's a different thing. Oh, for sure, for sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean we don't we don't turn it into a fetish like that side does. And you know <laughs> Oh, excuse me. <laughs> It's not a part of our it's algorithm that's coming after you. <laughs> it's the algorithm they're coming after me. No, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is it doesn't become a part of our personality. Yeah. It's just something else we do. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of the people that get into making those charge comments, and I don't care if it's on a gun form, a music form, whatever it is, <clears throat> they do it because it becomes a part of, they make it a part of their personality. Man, exactly. And then if you don't do the same, you're you're wrong yeah you don't like it enough or you're wrong or you're not as educated as them or you're a piece of shit and like the music thing is more it's more comical yes right because it's it's like stuff high schoolers do right well yeah i mean it's like it's like you know it's it's your it's essentially your goth emo phase Mm -hmm. You you know i was thinking about that too because i i sometimes i still have to i have to catch myself of wanting to like if I find something that I like, like for instance, a uh, band that I started listening to this week and like new to me, right? Uh, my instinct is to share that with people, but then I have to remember that like I like it for a certain reason or whatever. Someone else might not want that, right? They might not be in like like for you. I hundred percent know you would not like the band that I'm talking about, right? And right. and I'm not I'm purposely not saying it to keep the context. Right. It doesn't matter what the band is. Yeah. Like I'm, we're friends. I know you're not going to be into that. Yeah. Right. But even if it's somebody that I thought like might, I catch, I find myself being more reluctant to recommend those things because it gets real easy to fall into that pattern of then being disappointed because they didn't like it as much as me. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm 41 years old. And I still feel that way sometimes, but I have enough life experience to know that you don't need to do that, right? There's different times when you talk about that kind of stuff. Like the topic could come up in a way that isn't just me saying, listen to this song and tell me you love it. Right, right. You know, and and then, and then being upset when that person doesn't. And so going along with like, you have to join the team and you have to, it has to become part of your lifestyle. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and you run into that with, with just about anything. I mean, it's not, you know, now again, it's, it's a, I think it's a lot more intense. You see that in sports. 
it's oh, the yeah, same yeah. thing in sports. <clears throat> I mean, these you know, I I know people. We have friends that do that. Yeah. Where 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 a sports team is a big part of their personality about who they are. And you know, if you're critical at all about that team, you know, it becomes a thing. So I mean, it's it's no different in sports. It's no different in music. You know, the gun hobby. You know, we see it. Um, you know, I, I saw. I was looking at a thread the other day where, and this was this was an amazing amount of, in my mind, this was an amazing amount of self reflection for Facebook. Um, but a guy had posted something in an amateur radio group, and evidently. Uh, this this veteran amateur radio operator had been just a dick about it, mm-hmm. about this thing. <clears throat> well, he came back and apologized. Came back to the group and apologized within Whoa. the group. But yeah, again, that's rare. Yeah, that is rare. But I remember sitting there thinking, because it's even in a group like that, you see it in aviation groups. Some of the biggest dickheads I've ever dealt with are in are in aviation groups. Because like if it's like if you ask a question about something, well, we're not your fucking flight instructor. You need to figure that out on your own. <laughs> or do I look like the do I look like the far aim? You need to figure that out on your own. You need to Google it. You need to just people being assholes about it. <clears throat> because because they made it so you know, and and part of it is they made it such a part of their personality to do that. And in and, and communities like that, you have to act like a dick to be part of the club. Because <clears throat> nobody calls out that behavior. I mean, yeah, I've got I've gotten to where I've gotten to where I stopped commenting in those groups because there's been a couple of times where I've made some comments and and I might have I might have one or two or three people say something helpful and then I'll have somebody come in and say something just be an asshole. Yeah. And after a while, I'm after a while I was just like Man, fuck this! I'm not gonna. I'm not because all I'm gonna do is get worked up about it. Yeah, that that's true because it, it depends on how do you react to it. That's really all that matters. If it's gonna work you up or stress you out, then why engage? If it didn't, then you could just keep posting and whatever and ignore them. Or, well, it's, and and so or even it, just be like, hey, buddy, stop pissing in your Cheerios and eating them every morning. It's bad for you. Right. You'll you'll right. you'll feel a lot better. Here, have a Snickers, man. Exactly. Like, you hungry? Here. Yeah. But, uh, you're not yourself when you've eaten piss covered Cheerios. But but it's it's these same type of people that we're talking about. But but uh what I wanted to add to that is you're you're right, like the radio guy coming back. That fucking never happens. That's exceedingly rare. Where somebody does something and then comes back and apologizes for it. But what's worse is the bigger the audience of whatever's going on, you know, say, uh, you know, someone starts shit with like someone like a big streamer or YouTuber or fucking sports, an, an athlete or just whatever, right? Where there's an audience and they are, um, they cause enough of a stir for it to gain, get attention. Right. But the person causing the stir is in the wrong. Like maybe they accuse them of something that wasn't true or whatever. Right. Right. The accusation gets all the attention, but the clarifying and the truth of it, and maybe even the apology, if it gets that far, gets next to nothing. Right. So 
if it's in the public eye enough, that's the impression that a lot of people will then have mistakenly because they don't care to follow up or find out if it's true or whatever. Right. Right. And, and like, that's, that's another aspect of that where even if somebody comes back around, I think about it sometimes in terms of like, uh, like if people are talking about, cause okay, we game. So I'll use the context of gaming, right? Uh, Diablo four comes out next month. Right. Right. And someone, there's plenty of cases of people making videos or whatever the fuck talking about how it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be terrible. Uh, don't bother playing it. Like because of this thing that I saw in a clip of this for five seconds, it's that it's just going to be a total piece of shit game, whatever. The reality is, is maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe the game is going to suck or whatever. Right. But I guarantee you that same person, if the game is decent, is going to sit there and play it. And they're never, ever, ever going to post redacting their previous comment about, ah, man, I was wrong about this. This game's really good. Oh, for sure. That never happens, you know, and that, that bothers me a lot too, because it's like, you put all this energy into stirring up the pot and causing, you know, causing a shit storm. And then you just like want to mosey on like nothing happened while you take advantage of the fact that you were wrong. Right. And you don't want anybody to know that and you don't want to come out. But in reality, when people behave that way, and then this is more, I'm, I'm talking about like, I apply this more to business or just social interaction in general. If you have messed up and you come back and acknowledge it, like the radio guy, right? Right. You, because I know you, I can make this fairly certain assumption, have a lot more respect for that dude because they came back and apologized. Oh, for sure. Than you ever would have if he had just been generally helpful. You know, it's like that's positive behavior, but you, you, that connected to you more because you notice this person come back and apologize. Yeah, for sure. And people appreciate that, but no one ever wants to act that way. No, no one ever wants to acknowledge like that's the right thing to do because they don't believe it's like, once you make that, cause we, we, we live in a society, mm-hmm. uh, there's a social contract, <laughs> but we live in a, we do. We live in a culture where making a mistake at all is you're fucked for life. Yeah. Right. And that's the only way people can ever look at you. But in reality, in the normal person's day to day, if you got into an interaction with somebody where they are like, for instance, here's my own personal example of that where I fucked up, uh, the very first apartment I had in Chicago When I was moving out, I didn't understand because I'd never lived in a big apartment complex like this, that you have to reserve like an area to park your vehicle to move out, like a loading zone. Right. You have to, you have to reserve that for a block of time to be able to do this thing. And I was just using a pickup truck that could easily pull in to the back door, basically. And I could load it up and get out of there. Around here, that's basically the way shit works. You know, if you're moving out of your apartment in Arkansas, you know, somewhere, you generally don't have to do that. I mean, yes, there are places that have big enough things where you might, but, but not like Chicago. Uh, 
So I didn't know that. And the guys that worked in the garage were trying to tell me that I couldn't park there. From my point of view, they were fucking hassling me and they were being dickheads while I was just trying to move and like put some things in the back of this pickup truck. And then I'd be out of there because in my mind, I understood I was only going to be there for 15 minutes and then I was gone. Right. Right. But to them, it's some dickhead just pulling in, didn't schedule anything and could potentially cause problems. Even though I, I, thankfully I didn't, there was nobody else needing to do that that day, but still, and I, I lost my shit. I'm like, why are you guys fucking with me? You know, why, why are you doing this? Like you're being dickheads. And so I went inside and talked to like the front desk and I was like, Hey man, like, I really think the people in the garage are giving me a hard time. They're saying like, I don't have a skit. I'm not on the schedule to do this. So I can't park in the spot and move. And they were like, yeah, you have to schedule time if you're moving. And I was like, Oh fuck. I didn't know that. That's my bad. I could have easily just brought my shit down, got in the truck and left. Right. Yeah. But I felt like an asshole. So I walked back over and I was like, Hey man, like my bad, you were right. And, and I acted like a dick. Right. Like I, I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. You know, like that was my fault. You guys were right. And I didn't know what I was doing. Right. They immediately were like, cool. And helped me fucking put shit in my car. Right. Like, because I did that, you know, it, it was like an instantly better because I admitted to doing something wrong right then. And then they could move on, right? Like, and, and we could move on like normal people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like you're saying, people don't do that very often. No, because to do that, to, I, I think that, well, I think it goes back to I think there's just a neurosis in, in the average American about just admitting you're wrong at all. You know, it's, yeah. it's because, because, but again, but that's the society, that's the society we've been bred in is this idea that if you're wrong, somehow that's some sort of a weakness or a deficiency or a disability or a handicap right. of some sort when no, you're, you're just fucking wrong. And you, you that's it how happens. We, it happens. And that's how we learn. And that's how you correct yourself. And, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you need corrected, uh, because it's unreasonable to expect people to know what to do in every given situation. Uh, and then, but then, you know, you see that a lot with people where, you know, they make mistakes and then they get castigated for it. And th that's how people stop doing stuff. Yeah. That's how people stop learning. That's how people stop trying new things. That's how people well, you know, the, um, that reminds me of the, uh, you know, the guardians of the galaxy movies. Yeah. Like the director, James Gunn, right. He directed the two of them. I think it was like the first two. And then these goddamn internet troll people dug up some comment he made 10 years before that. Uh huh. And he basically got fired by Disney even though it's like they went that far back, figured out he said something, you know, controversial, but somehow missed the, 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 like, you know, they jumped 10 years back, but somehow missed all the ways that he had like grown from that. Yeah. And wasn't doing that anymore and live and kind of had demonstrably lived his life 
opposite of the immature whatever shit he said. Right. Leading up to that. But but the fact that he went back, it's like, man, if you could go back and find any stupid fucking offensive shit that anybody said as like a teenager or whatever, I don't know. He wasn't a teenager when he did the first thing, right? But in your 20s or some bullshit, right? Like, no one would be able to do anything because everybody has said controversial shit or been some kind of asshole in some way. Oh, for sure. You know? And so is it not better to acknowledge that someone did that shit, but Hey, look, look what they've done since then. You know what I mean? And there are countless examples of this kind of shit, right? Cause cancel culture is a popular blood sport now. And so <laughs> I can, like that. It's a blood sport. I love that. You can, you can see, you know, you can see examples of people who get ruined. And like, sometimes if you're talking about Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> Yeah, he, then, he needed then, to be ruined. Then okay, he needed to be ruined. But someone said something they you didn't feel it didn't make you feel good. Well, so I mean, gotta, it's, it's again, again, like I said, it's like everything else in America. They took the concept and just ran amok with it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like they you take the Harvey you talk. It started with the Harvey Weinstein scandal, and he needed to be dealt with. That was good. That needed to happen. Okay. But now we've taken to looking at every single solitary trans- transgression that anybody makes. Like you said, they're going back 10, 20 years with yeah. people. It's a good and goddamn it's a good goddamn thing the internet didn't fucking exist or, or Facebook or social media or anything didn't exist when I was a teenager because if that was the case, I'd be unemployable. Well, the real thing is it's a really good goddamn thing that the people who do this, <clears throat> like the cancel culture brigade type people. Yeah they aren't worth looking into themselves. No. So no one's doing it to them. Right. Right. That's the difference. It's like no one's looking at them. So they have the freedom to do this shit. And so they feel like it's cool to just try to bring somebody down for whatever their motivation is. And I'm not even going to go into that because we're running out of time. Yeah. But like, like that's the kind of psycho behavior well, that, 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 that people get away with it on the internet because they're not showing up in person delivering the pictures. No, no, no. To no. prove the scandal or whatever, they're not doing that. Well, and and that and again, that whole thing works into it works into the grievance culture, works into everything we've been talking about tonight. The, you know this 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 whole this you know all the all these all these what would be considered. And again, you're you're the you're the you're with the psychology degree in the room here. Uh, it, it's narcissistic behavior on its face. You know, I think I almost think you know people do it to feel better about themselves at this point. It's like my life sucks, so I have to tear something down, or I have to act like I'm persecuted, or I have to bring somebody else down in order to make myself feel better. It's the same mentality you get with bullies. Kind of, I mean, it, 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 so more yeah. Kind, so more, well, so yeah, yeah. So at a really layered. basic, yeah. At a really basic level, I yeah, feel bad much, about myself. Much more, it's much more layered, but you know, so I'm going to make somebody else feel bad about themselves. Right. And yeah, for sure. I think there's a core piece of that somewhere, somewhere deep down in, in all that behavior is, is I'm not a conf, I'm not confident enough in either my own ability or my own taste or my own place in the world that 
you know, I either have to act like I'm persecuted or I have to be a contrarian or I have to just be an asshole or I have to try to take somebody down because I'm down. So they should be down too. Or, or they said something that I don't like despite the fact that they've moved on from it and they've, 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 they've made amends. They've done the proper, you know, the thing, the thing that a decent person does to, uh, to move on from it, to learn from it and move on from it. But that's not good enough. Yeah. And when you're talking about people on the internet, it could be a million different motivators. Oh, shit. Right? It, could just, it could just be like, I like DC better than Marvel. Oh, for God's sake. Or Star Trek versus Star you know, Wars. Or Yeah. Like it could be know, something so monumentally absurd is their motivation right. for it. That right. it hasn't, it doesn't even really have anything to do with any sort of psychological anything. It's no. just, I, I want to fuck with Marvel. Like, yeah. But well, there, there, there's a psychosis down there somewhere. I mean, it, it, I think yeah, it would not, make many, not, being, it take, not being able to disconnect uh, what you like in your hobby from real life. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's way down there. It would take many, many years of therapy to 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 extract it and do something with it. But you know, because that that's got me. If you wanted to talk about the people who like their um, they they like to harass the actors. For especially like Star, like I'm thinking of the shit with Star Wars, oh, where they were like yeah. harassing one of the actors for the way that her character was written. Like she had anything to fucking do with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that, that that's what we're talking about. So I guess I guess the core takeaway tonight, guys, is don't don't be a dick. At least that's my core takeaway. Don't be a dick. Mind your own fucking business. Right. That's the other one. And 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 if you want to if you want to feel if you want to feel good about yourself, go out and do something to feel good about yourself. Don't tear down others to feel good about yourself. Don't be that person. And with that, I think we're about done, don't you think? I'm ready to go to bed. I am too. I am too. Got to go drive a school bus in the morning. So <clears throat> with that folks, I think we're going to cut her cut her off tonight and be uh be done and so let us know what you think uh get on the get on get on that cesspool twitter and and tell us what you think uh you know give us give us your best story about somebody somebody with a grievance complex or when you know somebody you know being a troll or a contrarian or uh you know any of the things we talked about tonight give us your thoughts on that uh we're at we're uh, at audacity pod on twitter and uh out on Facebook as well, Audacity Podcast. And with that, I think we're I think we're about there. I think we're about done. Alright. But, but be nice, y'all. That's right. Be nice. Good night. Good night.